Hello and welcome to a special episode of Fireside Stories, Road Trip Edition. For episode 48, we're picking back up where we left off with the Dead Sea Squirrels, Nutty Study Buddies, by Mike Nowrocki. So grab a travel cup for your milk and bag up those cookies. Here we go. Chapter 8 Fractions, that's what you call them. Pearl pushed together two halves of a walnut. Two halves of a nut equals one whole nut. Using her paws and repeating what she was learning out loud helped Pearl remember it. Pearl! Merle popped his head out of the vent into Michael's room. Ah! yelled Pearl, startled. Don't scare me like that. Don't scare you like that. I'm the one who was almost bitten in half. Merle crawled up out of the grate. Mr. Nemesis's loud meows echoed from the floor vent. That's funny, Pearl said. I was just studying fractions. Yeah, hilarious, Merle responded sarcastically. How's the plan coming? Pearl asked. Did you find a place for us to live? Nope, Merle said, unless you count inside a cat's stomach. Just then, the door opened. Merle and Pearl were relieved to see that it was Michael, home from school. Hey guys, how was your day? He asked. <coughs> Mr. Nemesis's voice rang out. Next came a shout from Jane. Mom, Mr. Nemesis is stuck. Coming, sweetie, called Mrs. Gomez. Michael shot Merle a questioning glance. Merle shrugged and smiled innocently. Well, Michael, are you ready to study for your math test? Pearl asked. I think I've got it figured out. Michael sighed and dropped his backpack on the desk. I guess so. Chapter 9 Let's start with long division, Pearl said cheerfully. You sound way too happy when you say it like that, Michael grumbled. What can I say? Pearl grinned. Math makes me happy. <sighs> Michael groaned as he plopped down next to Pearl at his desk. The two began studying. Pearl turned out to be a great teacher, and Michael made some progress, but then he noticed his soccer ball sitting in the corner of the room. Where are you going? Pearl asked as Michael stood up from his chair and walked towards the ball. You ask me questions while I practice my footwork. Michael began juggling his soccer ball. Pearl frowned. I don't think that you'll be able to concentrate on your math while you're doing that. What? Michael asked, distracted. Merle helped out, grabbed the ball, and as it left Michael's foot, and pointed him back towards the desk. Ugh. Michael repeated and plopped down back next to Pearl. All right, maybe we should work on a little on fractions, she asked. 
Or maybe I can just eat a pound of raw Brussels sprouts. Michael said sarcastically. Ooh, that sounds delicious. But let's do fractions first, Pearl said. Again, the two were making good progress. But before long, Michael was flat on his back on his bed, staring at the ceiling. Can you ask me questions while I lie here? He asked. You can do this, Pearl said, frustrated. You just need to put more effort into it. Knock, knock, knock. Merle and Pearl scrambled to hide, but then they heard a familiar voice call through the door. Can we come in? Come on in, Michael replied, and Justin and Sadie entered the room. I see you're studying hard, Sadie said, noting the math book open on the desk. He could be studying harder, Pearl muttered. Well, we're done studying, and we wanted to celebrate by going roller skating, Justin said. Roller skating? Merle asked. It's where you put wheels in your feet and roll around, Michael explained. Why would you want to do that? Asked Merle. Because it's fun, Sadie said. Well, then count me in, Merle said. It'll be nice to get out of the house. Great. Want to come, Michael? Justin asked. Michael, you still have to... Pearl began to say, but Michael cut her off. I don't have any money to get in, he said. I can loan you the five bucks, Justin offered graciously. Michael thought of the $10 bill waiting for him on the refrigerator. Cool. Thanks, Justin. I can pay you back when I get a B on the test. Uh, I don't know if you're quite ready for the test, Pearl said. But Michael was already on his feet and headed for the door. Hold on, Pearl said. Merle, do you remember the Thessalonians? Chapter 10 Squirrel's Eye View Do I? Merle exclaimed. Best baklava ever. What's baklava? Sadie asked. Nuts and honey on a light flaky crust. Merle licked his squirrel lips. Merle, Pearl said, not the dessert, the people. Oh yeah, them too. Nice folks. Yes, nice. But some of them weren't the hardest workers, Pearl said. Not long before our raft ride to the Dead Sea, the Apostle Paul wrote a letter to the new Christians in Thessalonica. Some of the people in the church there had stopped working and were just taking it easy. Why is that? asked Michael. Before he wrote the letter, a few years after Jesus' death and resurrection, Paul had visited the people in Thessalonica to tell them about what Jesus had done. He also told them that Jesus would be coming back soon, Pearl said. Some of them figured our troubles will be over soon, so why bother breaking a sweat? Might as well just relax, Merle said. Pearl continued. Paul told them, We hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ 
to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Merle added, That's not too different from what King Solomon said. Lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. We're squirrels, so we should know this. If we work hard collecting our nuts in the fall, we'll have a good winter. God wants us to work hard in serving Him and others. That includes doing your best and studying hard in school. I love that, said Sadie. I couldn't agree more, added Justin. Michael looked at his friends. Are we going skating or what? Chapter 11 Merle and Pearl had never seen roller skates before for two reasons. Skates don't come in squirrel size, and skates weren't even invented until the 1700s. However, riding in the backpack of someone wearing roller skates can be just as much fun. Whee! Merle yelled as Michael made his way around the rink, loud pop music blaring, Justin and Sadie close behind. This is amazing! Merle, get down. Someone's going to see you. Pearl pulled Merle back down into Michael's backpack. I want to skate, Merle said. I want to skate like the wind. They don't make skates in your size, Pearl reminded him. I'll make my own, Merle responded. Wheels for your feet. Why didn't I think of that? Brilliant. The music changed to a slow ballad as a voice rang over the loudspeaker. Okay, grab your sweetie. It's time for couple skate. Pearl noticed Sadie glancing over at Michael with a shy smile. Oh man, Michael complained. Not couple skate. Time for ski ball, Justin said. Sadie shrugged and followed the boys off the rink and onto the carpeted floor. Pearl couldn't help but think that Sadie looked a little disappointed. I'll make a pair of skates for you too, Merle offered. Thank you, dear. Pearl squeezed his paw. Merle thought skee-ball looked almost as fun as skating and begged the kids to let him try. To prevent other skaters from seeing Merle, Michael, Justin, and Sadie circled around the foot of the game to form a squirrel-obscuring human shield. Merle grunted as he rolled the wooden ball up the track and right into the gutter. However, after a few tries, he got the hang of it and started racking up points. By the time the couple skated ended, and the kids were ready to return to skating, Merle had cashed out 150 tickets. Oh, what are these for? Merle asked. You trade them in for toys, Michael told him. Oh, this is the happiest place on earth. Merle wiped a tear of joy from his eye.